today the theme of our service is knowing Jesus, which has been clearly articulated earlier. And the Bible reading comes from John chapter 1, verse 43 to 51. The next day, the next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from here, from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So what caught your attention as you heard Steve read that and you read it? What one thing caught your attention? Was there anything? Every time I read it, something else jumps out. What was it for you? Yep, he believed because he was, Jesus said, I saw you under the fig tree. What's the relevance of that? How does that work? Hmm. We can explore it. When you read the word, read it aloud. Use another sense, read it slowly, and I guarantee Holy Spirit gives you something. Every time for your life. Jesus decided to leave Galilee. Finding Philip, he said, follow me. So what did it do? What did Philip do? Great, isn't it? He followed. How are you going with following Jesus when he calls you? Nazareth, can anything good come out of from there? Really? Philip says, come and see. Today's reading from the Gospel of John is a wonderful story about one man's spiritual journey. Like 
He went from making a sarcastic comment about Jesus being a nowhere man from a nowhere town to having an encounter with Jesus that changed his life. Who's the man's name? What was the man's name? Nathaniel. It actually means given of God. Cool. <laughs> How's that? Given of God. And yet, really, Nathaniel didn't have a clue about the real meaning of God for his life. His life had been indeed been given of God. Yep. But he had no idea how true that was until who? Until when he met Jesus. You see, when he met Jesus, he met his own deepest and true self. It's as though Nathaniel never saw himself clearly until he saw himself, well, the way I put it, in the stained glass window of Jesus' love. You know, there's people, there's people we know who somehow draw out the best in us, right? Do you know people like that? Or have you known a person like that? Perhaps, you know, being present with them creates a desire within us to be the best we can be. Like most of us can perhaps remember a teacher who inspired us. Did you have a teacher that inspired you? Yeah? No? Perhaps an uncle and aunt? Perhaps your mum and dad? You know, where you would give your best because this, like, say, teacher was somehow we wanted to do our very best for. You know, I remember with great delight my first singing teacher. He had an amazing baritone voice and it gave you goosebumps when you heard him sing. You ever heard someone like that sing give you goosebumps? You know, the man brought, this man brought out a, of a rash teenager, I was 18, pretty green in a way, um, loved singing in the choir, but he, this man brought out of this rash teenager the best he could in a way he taught and encouraged me. It was though, it was yesterday, I can remember being astonished as the sound that came from me began to change. I could scarcely believe what I was hearing, actually. Um, there is still a vision in my mind of the many occasions I had with him and having that passion to sing like him, to sing like I had never sung before. And so also Nathaniel. Nathaniel discovers an essential inner music that can be called from within by the master director. The man from Nazareth who has the power to invite us to be all that we can be. On the surface, it would seem as though the life journey of a Jewish man who lived almost well, over 2,000 years ago in a world radically different from our own would have, have, would have very little relevance for one's life today. I mean, you take it, we're from different times, different cultures, different lifestyles, different problems, different ideas about life and living Right? 
Yet the story of Nathaniel contains some powerful spiritual concepts that can bring a new meaning and renewal to one's life today. And to get a sense of the depth of this story, let's look at two statements Nathaniel made. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's what he had to say about Jesus before he met Jesus. And then he said, Rabbi, you are the son of God. There's a country. That's That's what he had to say after he met Jesus. In fact, we could come up with a statement that reflects what happened and call it the Nathaniel shift. Right? The Nathaniel, it sounds like a good title for a film, doesn't it? The Nathaniel shift. Right? The Nathaniel shift is what takes place when one has an authentic encounter with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul has an interesting way of expressing it. In his second letter to the Corinthians, he wrote, In chapter 5, from now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. You see, what Paul's speaking about is the transformation that occurs when one comes to know Jesus as their Redeemer, as their Lord. You see, the meaning of this verse is that there are two kinds of knowing. When it comes to Jesus, it's knowing about Jesus and there is knowing Jesus. You could say that you know about Martin Luther. You know that great reformer um, in in whom God changed the church and the world, by the way. You might even know about Martin Luther's home in Germany. Anyone been there to Wittenberg? Yes, a few hands go up, um, which is a prime tourist attraction. Hence, there's quite a few hands that went up and you've toured there. And you might know that his wife's name was what? Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, they're good. That's good. And yet, you cannot say you know Martin Luther. As Christians, we talk about knowing Jesus. The Apostle Paul said, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. In spite of the fact that Jesus' earthly life had ended before Paul met him. Nathaniel met Jesus as he walked the roads of Galilee. Paul met Jesus as the risen Lord. Because he is the risen Lord, he is available to you Each of you, in the same way, he was available to Paul. It's interesting that we hear nothing at all of Nathaniel in the whole of the New Testament except in this one little few verses in this passage of John, but then later in the resurrection account in John 21. Nathaniel knew Jesus as the one who ministered in Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem, And he knew him as the risen one who came to them in the shores of the Sea of Galilee. It's as though Nathaniel's experience is included in the New Testament to show you and me that we too can know Jesus in the same way. Not only in an earthly kind of way, but also in a spiritual way. Because he is risen, 
We can know him personally. Martin Luther lived an earthly life and the people who lived during his time would have the possibility of saying they knew him. We who live in the year 2024 cannot say we know Martin Luther in a personal way. But this is not the case with Jesus. The people who were alive when he walked this earth, like Nathaniel, could say they knew him. And yet those who have lived since the crucifixion, like Nathaniel, can also say they know him. While it's possible to know about Jesus, to research his life, it's also possible to know Jesus. And when we open ourselves to the possibility of knowing Jesus, we too can experience the Nathaniel shift. And I believe there are three dimensions of the Nathaniel shift that reach across the centuries and speak to us today. Three things. One, we are invited. Two, we are known. And three, we are promised. See, when, Matt, when Nathaniel makes his sarcastic remark to Philip, there is no continuing debate. Do you realise? Philip doesn't launch into a defence of Jesus. Right? He doesn't try to argue Nathaniel into the kingdom of God. What did he do? He simply makes an invitation. And what did he say? Come and see. Come and see for yourself. You know, there's wisdom here for us too to point people to a faith in Jesus. I mean, we can't compel, argue or shame people into a faith in Jesus. You realise? Doesn't work. An authentic life, an authentic life with Jesus is by invitation only. So our invitation to others, hey, come and see. Come and see this man, Jesus, that I, that I know. Remember these compelling words of Jesus? What's he say in Matthew 11? Come to me. Come to me, all you that are weary and heavy, carrying heavy burdens. And what does he say? And I will give you rest. I could give you scripture after scripture after scripture that can say everyone is invited to come, to come and know this Jesus who can give you rest and forgiveness and life eternal. Why? Because the second point was we are known. We are known. I'm always so amazed when I meet those people who never seem to forget a name. You know people like that? Hey? I've come across a number of people in my lifetime that have got this gift of remembering names. You know, Nathaniel is first engaged with Jesus when he discovers that Jesus knows him. Where did you get to know me, Nathaniel asked. When Jesus explains that he knew Nathaniel from afar, Nathaniel is so amazed, he makes an instant shift with, you are the son of God. Wow, that's a pretty big shift. But what a marvellous thing that we are known by Jesus too. You are known by Jesus. You realise you are known by Jesus. 
the psalmist writes, and I love this bit in Psalm 139. It was you, who? Jesus, who formed my inward parts. You, Jesus, knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, Jesus, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You get those words? Those words. That's you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. By who? Jesus. You are known by Jesus. God knows us better than anyone on earth knows us, by the way. Better than we probably even know ourselves. And in light of the psalmist's words that I just read, we can only know the wonder of who we are when we come to know the one who knows us. You get it? And the third thing was, what was the first one? What was the second one? You're with me here? (laughs) The third one, we are promised, remember? When Nathaniel expresses his amazement at Jesus' knowledge of him, Jesus is in effect, Nathaniel, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. He will see much more as he joins the group of disciples who followed Jesus for the next three years or half years or whatever, there's an interesting word picture in Jesus' words to Nathaniel. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Whoa, what does that mean? Then God makes, you know, the picture is absolutely clear for Jews. They would have known the ancient story of Jacob. You know the one Jacob and the dream he had one night? Remember the story? Genesis 28, it describes this dream. And he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Then God makes Jacob the one to whom the promise is made that the land on which he was laying would be given to his children and their children, the land of Israel. The latter is, by, is the means by which heaven is reached and the angels are, wo- are the welcoming, celebrating company of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So for Jacob, the heavens open and a promise of great land to come is made. But to Nathaniel, Jesus reveals that he is the way by which heaven is reached. That's what he's meaning by this. The welcoming, celebrating, angelic band now welcomes the one who has received the gift of faith and believes in Jesus. Nathaniel will experience more in his life as a follower of Jesus than he would ever have dared to imagine. The next time we hear of Nathaniel or read of it, he's uh, with a few of the other disciples on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Remember he experiences the most incredible thing any human being had ever experienced. I could just, I would have loved to have been there, seeing the risen Jesus. Wow, you just watched him die. Now you're seeing him alive. It was the Easter breakfast encounter with Jesus who had been crucified and appeared once again to his followers. You know what? You too are invited to be a part of the company that here's the invitation from Jesus to come and see, to follow him. Then to discover that you are known by the Lord more fully than you ever even know yourself. 
But the greatest joy of all, the greatest joy of all is that you are promised the eternal presence of God as you believe in Jesus as your Lord and as your Saviour. Wow. Ain't it great? Isn't this great? What God's doing for us, what God has done for us and will continue to do for us. And Holy Spirit will continue to lead you to follow, continue to dwell in the Word, see what the Lord's saying to you. Continue to grow in that Word. Continue to grow in your relationship. To know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. To know Jesus as your helper. To know Jesus in any way you want to know him. And where's it found? In the Scriptures. To read the Scriptures. You get to know Jesus even more and more and more. How exciting to know Jesus knows you, knows all about you, right? And he's promised you salvation. It's yours now. Ain't we got a good God? Haven't we got a great God? Amen? Amen? Amen Amen. Amen to that, man, yeah. Cool. Amen to that, to know Jesus. My prayer is for each of you that you will get to know Jesus in such a more intimate way. As I reflected, I think, a couple of sermons ago, how you are so precious, child of God. I think you remember that one a few Sundays or something ago away, how precious you are, how important you are to him. Take hold of that, grow in it. Ah, You are so blessed. You are so blessed, folks. Enjoy the blessing every day you get. Enjoy it. And may the peace, the peace of God, which surpasses all our human understanding, May that peace of God keep your hearts and minds in getting to know Jesus more and more through the work and power of Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.